0: Did Arsenal give City the title? Uh, Chelsea are having a, a an, another howler this weekend, and a Premier League record was set this weekend. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. With me tonight, that is Brad he supports Chelsea down below. That's Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs and, and the Milwaukee Brewers, it looks like. Is that correct?
1: Oh, and a lot of other teams. Well,
0: you know, but today, tonight you're supporting the Brewers. <laughs> it's it's Tottenham Blue. Tottenham, there we go. All right, boys, how are we doing tonight?
1: How are we doing?
2: I'm here so I don't get fined. That's <laughs>
1: like that. I am here to recognize the uh, – Absolutely unstoppable force of Baldy and his um, ar- army of machines that are is an uncontrollable march to the championship. There's see,
0: a there's a man with beautiful hair that's going to stop him this year.
2: See, see, I think. Uh, look, you have the machines versus the refs. So the that's what the season's going to come down to. Can the refs get Liverpool enough points to beat the oh. machines?
0: Yeah, I hate you both. All right, before we before we dig in uh, to this episode, um, hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell if you're on the podcast sites, hit hit it with a follow, uh, like, review, all those good things. Uh, share it with a friend. Uh, hit share and post it on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, whatever you're doing these days. It does really help us out tremendously. Uh, type up an email and send it to your email listserv. Um, that's yeah. still that's still a thing in twenty twenty four I'm sure yeah. um but put,
1: it, maybe put it in your put it in your email signature
0: yeah, there you go um as, as long as you don't mind people associating you with this podcast um <laughs> which maybe is questionable who knows um but so okay what we're what we're dealing with tonight we had uh, we had the twenty game gauntlet, the midweek matches, and the uh, weekend matches, match week 22 and 23. Most teams have played 23 matches at this point. Only a few have not. Most. Most. Only a few Most. have not. We won't pull up the league table specifically. If you are interested in looking at that, that is going to be scrolling along the bottom of your screen. It just reset. So if you want to look right now, you'll see first place Liverpool, second place City. Um, I didn't plan that, but it worked out tremendously uh, in my favor. Um <laughs> Uh, but before we do that, we do have a comment from Jimmy that we want to get into. Essentially, we were, we were talking last, we were kind of setting up the second half of the Premier League season and Jimmy, um, we kind of asked people what they were thinking. And Jimmy was saying that he still thinks that city will win the title. Liverpool will finish second and Arsenal will, will finish third. Now he did post this after watching the Arsenal Liverpool match at the weekend um, he did also give a caveat that he thinks that it's possible for Arsenal to catch Liverpool and overtake them, but that he doesn't think anyone will catch United. uh that won't catch City. Um he thinks either United or Aston Villa will finish fourth, which um interesting for you, Sean. Um, his other comment was about uh relegation. He just thinks that if Forrest and Everton don't receive any more deductions, he thinks that that Lutontown, Burnley, and Sheffield will go down. All safe, relatively safe picks. Jimmy on the relegation system.
1: Boy, do I got something for him this episode? Oh, Ooh. Oh, he's ready. Mm. He spice I've, I've got a new entrant to the going down club. Oh,
0: that well, he is not going to see coming. We will have to deal with that in just a moment. Um, but we want to start at the top of the table. The, the big, the big clash across um, these 20 games was really Arsenal Liverpool from the Emirates on Sunday. Um, Arsenal win the game three to one, um, I will posit that it was a very thorough and convincing victory. Would anyone take yeah. umbrage with that claim?
1: I would not. I watched Solid no. 90. You thoroughly won that game. Uh you thoroughly you thoroughly would have won that game without the red card.
0: Yeah. So um I didn't watch it live. I obviously was a little bit behind because, you know, Sunday mornings in church and whatnot. Um but I uh their goal felt lucky. It to did. make it one-one. Well, I mean, they went into halftime 1-1 one, 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 and they didn't have a shot on goal. They yes. didn't have a single yeah. shot on target in the in the ninety minutes, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> it's, it's pretty humorous <laughs> when you think about it. I can, I can laugh about it after the fact. Knowing the <laughs> yes, war. when you yes, when <laughs> yeah. you win the
1: game, <laughs> that laugh, is funny. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, what was my point? Uh, they had two. No, shot, they I don't had, know. They, they had two shots on target the entire game.
2: It was only one the website i just put up the stats cuz i i unfortunately didn't get to watch the game either um yeah liverpool with more stats uh, only <laughs> they, one they, shot on target pert- over a 100 passes more liverpool. so they were
0: moving the ball liverpool. yeah liverpool did well, okay let me well, let me break that down for you so so essentially arsenal normally a very high pressing team want to press you at the goalkeeper we weren't really interested in that against against liverpool we we essentially sat back and gave them their half of the field and then once they crossed over the halfway line, that's when we sprung. And we really pressed them at that point. Now, there were a couple situations where we did press them high. But the majority of the game, we kind of gave them their half of the field and pressed them once they tried to move the ball across midfield line. And so we really compacted the space they were willing to work with. And so, yeah, they had a lot of possession. They had more possession, but it wasn't very useful possessions. Um, so uh, it was it was, it was was a good tactic um, by Arteta. And I think, you know, whatever. It wasn't as expansive, but it worked. Now, now, Liverpool fans, you will of course, point at the fact that you think that Arsenal's second goal was quite lucky, um, and perhaps it was um the Martinelli getting through on Van Dyke and Allison withing the ball. Um, and, and and it was fortunate, but I mean, we put ourselves in that position, and uh Martinelli was there. Martinelli was stronger than Van Dyke in that situation, which is hilarious to think about. That Gabriel Martinelli, who is probably like 135 pounds soaking wet, moved Virgil Van Dyke. Um, like that's just humorous. Um, and so, whatever, man. Like, yeah, that was fortunate. And then Trossard had a fantastic goal at the end to, to seal it. So, yeah, I, I obviously very happy. And I, and I take umbrage with with the claim that Arsenal aren't aren't right there. Um, City and Liverpool have to play each other in a few weeks um arsenal have to play city arsenal i was i don't maybe i was talking with amanda about this uh but arsenal have an incredibly tough number of away games coming up we have to
1: go to city we have to go to united we have to go to tottenham um so so do do tottenham we go to we go to Stamford bridge we go to we we go to the emirates we go uh, no well these are tough games you don't go to the emirates the the
0: the arsenal tottenham games at, at your stadium. okay
1: uh but we go to city we go to anfield yeah. uh, we we've got yeah we've got a tough second half as well so bro
2: i don't know if you know how toxic stamford bridge is going to be for uh chelsea in that game
1: well <laughs> it's still a hard game to play because the players on the field are confused as to who they're cheering against sometimes it's against you guys sometimes it's against us it's just it's confusing um the it's we can get into this um, in just a second, uh, and
0: maybe I'll, I'll save it for that. But my, my closing thoughts are Arsenal fully deserved to win the game. Jürgen Klopp admitted it. Um, there wasn't a lot of controversy in the match. Um, it seemed fairly straightforward. And absolutely, I think Arsenal are still in the thick of it. We're we're, we're getting players back healthy. Thomas Partey should be back soon. Yurian Timber was included in our Champions League uh, squad what? list. Um so while that doesn't mean he's going he doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be available for the first set of games, it does indicate or like against Porto. it would indicate that if Arsenal were to progress against Porto that Arsenal have a a high strong confidence that they think he would be ready for the round of eight. um so uh that's cool. Um, I see and then and then Tamiassi was on his way back from. AFC- uh, not Afcon, but the Asian cu- the Asian Cup because Japan got bounced by I think Iran or Qatar or something like that. So whatever, yeah, man. We're getting health- we're getting healthy. Emil Smith Rose back. He's playing well. Um, like maybe things are coming together. So I do think that Arsenal have a uh, have a, a, a say in this title race. Now, this all could be for naught if we lose against West Ham at the weekend, which is. <laughs> Arsenal could do that, so we will uh, we will see what happens um, if Arsenal can remain consistent. But I think at this point, Arsenal are still in it. Now, um, speaking about toxic uh, Stamford Bridge, Brad. Um, yeah, yeah. The Wolves fans had a chant for Chelsea at one point in the game. Uh, you are effing, effing Yeah, yeah. The chant is We're shy. Yeah, you're, you're you're fucking shit. And then the Chelsea fans took it up and said. We're fucking shit. Like, like that's what they <laughs> were doing. Um, which was very, very humorous. Wolves beat uh, Chelsea four to two at Stamford Bridge. Um, yes. There's a lot to unpack here, in the grander scope of Chelsea than just this yeah. specific match. Um, yeah. Things that come to mind. Um, is Pochettino's job safe? Um, w- 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 what? W- what is going wrong? Like, like how does that happen? But then, also from the Wolves' perspective, Wolves are at 32 points. They're ninth place in the league. Like, what would have happened? Tenth oh, 10th place, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, West and Newcastle. Um, what would have happened if they didn't have so many like PGMOL apologies this year? Like, where would they be at the table if they hadn't been having issues? And Onana the-
2: did it again. He what PGMOL apologized for, he didn't punch somebody, but his whole body went through somebody and missed the ball. Oh, but that was outside the so, box, right? Wasn't that? One? It was in the box. It was a corner. Oh, I was it was the same thing one. again. It was a hundred percent a corner, oh. and he just ran through the guy, missed the ball, and no apology this time.
1: Um, sorry, well,
2: you know that just that that just sparked in my head, I was like, oh yeah, that when was ha- the first apology. When it
1: happens to the goalkeeper, it doesn't really seem to. <laughs> so,
0: so let no we'll, the goalkeeper we'll, did it. Hold on. We'll get to we'll get to inconsistencies, or perhaps consistency is in, a, in a different way in just a second because i know where you want to go with that sean but like what do you so you think Pach's job is safe at the moment right you were you were nodding your head no
2: yes so i i so um at the beginning he signed a 24 month deal with the idea that in one year we're going to sit back down and we'll either extend or we'll play it out or or you'll leave at that time right there's, like there's it's no really way. those are the two chances there's no uh-huh. way he
0: goes into next season with 12 months left on his contract. Correct. Yeah. I, right. Exactly. It's
2: extend their leave. Yeah. Right. Um, unless you want to make him a lame duck coach, but that'd just be stupid. Yeah. It's not smart. Like, especially with there's the amount, there's of nothing,
1: contract with- there's nothing like Chelsea football club and stupid managerial decisions <laughs> that go hand in hand more than that. Like there's nothing on earth that goes more hand in hand than that. Uh,
2: I know what you're trying to say. But at the same time, outside of the Roman era, you're correct. During the Roman era, it produced results. That's fair.
0: That's a fair That's a fair statement. So you
2: can't say that it was a stupid managerial decisions when we kept getting results. Now it would be a foolish decision because there is no results to get. <laughs> so Like, why? Like, look, even if you're going to sack him, right? Like, hey, we are going to get rid of him. Who's coming? And what are they? What are we getting Frank back? That's a mistake. Like, right. Rah, that's a worse mistake. Right. Because then it's the same thing as last year. Yeah. So why? Like, just let it ride. That's just let it ride. I, I, it kind of seems like you need to like
0: get outside of the English sphere. Like, like go find like, I guess you did with Tougal. I don't know. Like, find a. Well, was Tougal was Roman maybe find a manager who is managing in the champions league, maybe not necessarily the biggest league in the world, but has played in, has managed big games. Um, I don't, I don't have any of these names. Like, I don't know who is, uh,
2: Hansi flick. Apparently Hansi flick is high up on the list. Uh, apparently egg Bali wants, uh, Zabi Alonso on the bench next week. That's, that's the, in the toxic Twitter that, uh, in the Chelsea Twitter, or X sphere, uh, that is the most toxic thing on earth. Uh, I, apparently that's the new rumors. Igbali I, wants to go scoop up Alonso. Well, um, which would be foolish. Why Why would Zombie come to us? And yeah. I don't like I normally wouldn't say that. Right. Because like normally Chelsea is in the top four. And and. I'm on repeat. I know a healthy Chelsea, I think, is a top four, top six team. probably closer to top four than top six. Right. Like we're fighting for Europe.
0: You said, well, that's different. Top. You said closer to top four than top six. You said, and then, and then you said fighting for Europe. If you're top four, i sorry.
2: What I'm saying is fighting for Champions League. Sorry, <sighs> let me rephrase. Fighting I, for Champions League. I don't
0: know if I it's can good. agree with that.
2: I I think we're a fully healthy Chelsea. I think is up there competing with Villa and Tottenham. Yes. Or so so we, I've I think I've already said our four best defenders haven't played a single minute together this season. Right. Cause yes. Jimmy went in on that. Right. Okay. That's cause
1: Fafana's hurt.
2: So then I wanted well, to, how do you know research.
1: you've never seen Fafana play for your club? Yes. Uh, to be fair, he's played like 10
0: minutes for your club, Brad. He's, 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 played, his, his, his he's played a few, few games. How do you know he's your he's best defenders? Games. Yeah. How many, how many, someone Google that real quick. How many appearances does, does Fafana have for Chelsea? Cause it's, how not, do you know? It's probably less than 10. Isn't it less? Like, he
1: played a little bit at the because I've seen the season, rest of them and then he got injured. Because I've
2: seen the rest of
1: them. So, a guy with a peg leg is better than what you have on the field? I'm not saying that's. You're, he played 15 like, matches. Last okay. Year. So, that's your best defender is a guy that's played 15 matches and been injured for a year and a half. That's your best defender there right now.
2: Yeah. On the right side? Yes.
1: Okay. I come on man.
0: 15 times last year that's impressive
1: yeah so i i don't know that, that's i think that's me and james's point of like why are you calling thats is he is it because he, he's the hypothetical he's oh he's the good one that's on the bench that we never is that in cuckoo for you because in cuckoo never played and he was your best striker
2: yes uh,
1: yes, but, but you We're didn't know that you We're didn't sure. know that he was your best yes, striker, that's he okay. just was unknown. He's a guy that scored in Austria somewhere, <sighs> but now he's our best striker, but he's also injured. So, yeah, he's our best striker because you haven't seen him yet. It's so when Fafana finally plays, when he's shit, is he gonna be just oh man, it's the injuries killed him? Yeah, like, that's what I'm, that's that, still... that's where I'm going with it. Like, you don't know he's your best defender go ahead
2: no 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 no, you you got more I, I i can wait
1: i you don't know you don't know that is my point i think it's a fair i think it's a fair point
0: statement to, to, to bring up because because i think the claim that says this chelsea fully fit is the fourth best team because i think you would concede they're not better than not better than city right yes not better than liverpool
2: Sure. Over thirty-eight games, yes.
0: You probably would say that they're pretty close to Arsenal, though, right? Because you. Yes. Yeah, you think Arsenal's the worst of those three, but then, yes. you're, but then you're also the, the claim that you're then making is that they're better than Tottenham, better than Manchester United, better yes. than this edition of Aston Villa, which to me, like that's a that's a really tall order to say that this you're Chelsea team. Sh-
2: yeah. Yeah, you're so stretching look, so there. Look, okay. So okay. So let's tape take out the hypothetical dude, right? We'll take out Fofana. The other three of that back line. Do you know how many minutes they played together?
0: Well, you did tell us before that we started recording. I did. Podcast.
2: I did. I did. But what was your guess beforehand?
0: My guess was 49 and a half minutes. And Sean, I think his guess was zero. 76. Yeah.
2: 76 total okay. minutes. I just combined. Yeah. I, I, and this is the guy that told I'm me that sure, is, Hold on. Hold on. Chill wasn't even playing defense then. Chill was playing left wing. That's true. That's also, that's also, but it's also
1: coming from the guy that told me that his third best center back, according to him is better than our, than Christian Romero. You told me out of your own best four, (laughs) that does not include Tiago Silva. That is true. That (laughs) Tiago Silva was better than Christian Romero. That's a fair point. You did say
2: that. Yeah.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're a walking hypocrite. How? There's no way. There's no way your third best center back is better than. Uh, I also, right. I also think that 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 Silva
0: is probably a better player than Fofana, but you pick Fofana because he's younger and his his career at Chelsea span like so Silva's just, leaving at the end of the year. Hi, hi,
1: hypothetical, yeah. What's he's a much more aggressive center back. It's yeah. the potential of Fofana.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think. I think I think so, I think Sean and I just both think that that saying that they're the fourth best team in England, barring injuries, I think that we're just skeptical of that claim. Which obviously you can I, disagree with. That's fine. I, just, I, think like, Arsenal, yeah. I think Arsenal are the best team in England, and both of you guys are skeptical of that claim. So, like.
1: I am. I, I am, and I was reminded of that. Do you think I, this might be a hemispherical thing about us? Uh, being north of the hemisphere are just pessimists for whatever reason but south of the south of the hemisphere in the southern hemisphere they're just they're just optimists eternal optimists down there because when asked when we were bounced out of the FA Cup by Man City a reporter asked uh big Ange Postecoglou uh if if he was okay going through a season without a cup without without a trophy and he's, he got a big old grin on his face and he say, are you saying we can't win the league? I did hear that. Um, yeah. Yes. What a quote yes. there. What a quote from wow. a manager. Like, yeah, we, we still got a chance at the league. Not <laughs> saying we're going to win it, but like who's saying we can't. Slight, we're- a slight wrinkle
0: with that plan though. Big edge is that you uh, then proceed to draw away at Everton.
1: On the preceding
0: match day. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
1: And but well, now, I love the optimism in it. Sure, though, sure, sure. Which well, I love from I love
0: from Brad as well. The optimism of it. Are you saying Brad's south Southern Hemisphere? He must be heart? from
1: the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs>
0: Somehow, Brad and,
1: his, Brad and his penguin. Brad obviously. is Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So, but that's like an interesting <laughs> question because you had a bone to pick with uh, with PGMOl as well, Sean. About I did. I about, did about refereeing
1: and, and here here's where I'm just confused a little bit. So I had a, a slight confusion over the goalkeeper interference r- rules, uh, in the FA cup, which is governed by the same body. We would imagine the P E G M O L the FA, uh, somehow sees all of these, all of these bodies, uh, there was an instance where I believe it was Diaz um, got a body in front of Vicario, prevented uh, a block onto a goal that ended up being a goal. When I saw it, I saw n- no other, n- no difference from any other corner that you would ever see. I-, I didn't see a reason to be upset about that goal. Also, we were thoroughly beaten in that game. There's no reason to complain about that. Yeah. In my mind, if it wasn't that goal, it was going to be the next one. Well, you only lo-
0: against, didn't you only lose one? It was, goal?
1: it was 1 0. Yeah. yeah. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't that opportunity, it was going to be the next. It was going oh, to be yeah. the next. We, we were thoroughly beaten in that game and it felt like no hope to score a goal on the other end. Anyways, it comes full circle to Everton. And this was the first goal, not the second, I believe. But it was the equalizer. Yeah. It was the equalizer in a similar situation and a, Body interferes with Vicario getting to the corner, which ends up in a goal. And this one seemed a little bit more than the previous. And I'm wondering where that line's going to be drawn. Of what is interference with the goalkeeper? I really think. What will well, you? What do you think, Brad? You you look like you have
0: a
2: thought. Because didn't. Didn't Ben White do this also in the Forest game for yeah. you guys? So so this is kind so of. I remember like... seeing that, and I was like, "Ooh, like I'm I'm with you, Sean," but like. There has to where be some is, sort of. Where goalie. is
0: it though? Where, yeah, where is the line? I, I think the line is grabbing, and it, I think it has to do with hands and arms and holding and things like that. Um, okay. I, th- I think the 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 defender standing where he wants to stand, and then like kind of pushing back a little bit because the because the goalie's pushing on him, pushing back a little bit. I think that that's going to be acceptable because Arsenal scored two corners against Crystal Palace against this. Yeah, and, it was and, about, yep. And the referees didn't care, the VAR didn't care. Um we've seen this now a couple times, but like in the fall, they were calling interference more for overt pushes and holds on the goalkeeper. Um it seems like they're just relaxing that and that it's going to be acceptable for the for the for the offensive player to just kind of plant right in front of the goalkeeper and then push a little bit. Um and so I I I, I think that Vicario I didn't think that the one against Vicario for the first Everton goal was that bad. I it was it was akin to what
1: it was akin to what Ben White got away with against Crystal Palace. Um and so I think the man the Man City one looked like a normal corner to me. Yeah, yeah. So so like I, Vicario should have done better. I look at is that what Everton it looked like one. to me.
0: I look at that Everton one and I kind of think to myself, I said, I don't I don't think that the goalkeeping coach prepared Vicario well enough for this because i feel like the the goalkeeping coach and the coaching staff would need to like be be looking at what the referees are calling in these situations what what VAR is, is adjudicating and relaying that to him and telling him what he can and can't get away with and what the offense is going to get away with and in that situation that needs to be a point of emphasis for these for these goalkeeping teams um to like to to drill into their keepers is that like on corners they're going to just plant a defender right there. Oh, they're going to plant a, a player right there and he's going to push back on you. You need to be stronger. You need to, you have to push through him and win or the ball. Just, and as long as you win the ball, as long as you win the ball, it should be okay. But if you don't win the ball, then you're going to get on So you, you have to win the yeah. ball. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, I question whether or not they prepared him well enough for it. Um, but it's not that's, it's, that's a valid point. It's not all um, sour grapes for Tottenham. There is I, I I need to I need to eat a little bit of crow here because Ooh. there is a there is a player uh, in the lily white who is exceeding my expectations of him. Now, he returned to Goodison Park as a former player. This is the one, the only uh, big Richie, Rich Um He is. I think they said nine goals in eight games, something like that.
1: Ten, um, ten on the season, nine goals and eight. Um, that's That was not on my bingo card for him this year. That, he's uh, been playing really strong, which is why I posed the question to uh, Big Big Braddy Brad on the podcast. <laughs> would you rather have Cole Palmer? <laughs> would you rather have Richarlson? It's a funny question because obviously all three of us would rather have Cole Palmer. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. However, but. with – without without the weekends games which, which uh, so I can look it up now I won't right now but without the weekends games they produce at the same level the same goals the game same goal interactions per 90 minutes they pr- okay. both they both produced 0.85 goals per minute well, or per nine per 90 I'm sorry so per 90, they both produce 0.85 goals per 90 minutes.
0: Yeah. I, I propose a one-week swap see where we move Richarlison <laughs> to Chelsea and Cole Palmer to Tottenham. And Cole Palmer plays on the pitch with uh, with Madison. And uh, Richarlison plays, plays with, with Jackson or Nkuku or Brogier or whoever. And we, we cook up the, the double nine strat and the double ten strat on both teams. Yeah, and we see yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the issue,
1: the issue no, is that... It, the it is a read, it is a ridiculous argument. Be, Cole Palmer is, they is in it, they play for different positions, and, and eventually Cole Palmer's going to be a better player. He's uh, what would you say? He's 20 years old, 21.
2: Yeah, 20. there's at least a five year age gap, if not six years age yeah, gap. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, Richarlson. but it is funny. And it one is funny. person is supposed to score all of the goals, or one person is supposed to set up and okay. score some goals. Well, okay. Well, well he's, he's
1: not supposed to score all the goals. Richarlson? No, but it's he is
2: not, like, the center. Not, the center forward as a striker, theory, the center forward. Your job is to score goals. the highest
0: goal scorer on the team. Now, if you make your your number ten your penalty merchant, um, then of course he's going to score more goals. Um, and historically, this year Tottenham have gotten a very very minuscule number of of penalties. I think one this and, year. And
1: exactly, none.
0: No, you guys have one.
1: Okay, we have one. I think
0: you guys finally got one like, two or three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't even
1: care if it's one. It's still very <laughs> it's, small. It's still none.
2: We took uh, you, you took a letter that, away.
1: There is still four less than Cole Palmer <laughs> specifically has taken. <laughs> That's oh, not even including all of Chelsea's. Yeah.
2: Hold on. Hold on. And scored. Hold on. And scored. Okay. And yeah, scored. scored. Because, yeah. well, because we on. have to put it in there because Nunez has had a couple of uh, misses there.
1: Oh, he did Nunes have there. a miss this weekend.
2: <laughs> Nunez oh. had two misses at least this weekend. Or this past do... two weeks of games, Junior's missed a penalty against uh against Chelsea. He oh. didn't
1: miss a penalty, and then yeah, he um... they did miss a penalty on the weekend as well.
2: Yeah.
0: So all right, um, you guys have any other thoughts? Uh, big ups to Luton Town getting a four-four draw away at Newcastle. They were up four to two in that game, and and uh, I, Joel, I hope you don't forgive. I hope you will forgive me for um spoiling a text message that you sent to us but your text message was how out or something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it was How out
0: anyhow How is done. We're going to need to have you on the podcast here in the next couple weeks to, uh, to break down what's going on with, with Newcastle. Um, <laughs> Aston Villa steamrolled Sheffield. Just absolutely obliterated them. Four goals in the first half, fifth goal right at the other side of, of halftime and uh, win the game five nil. And everyone, you guys are sleeping on United, but United have uh, took took six points um, over the last match weekend. So
2: I know they you, barely beat Wolves. Hey,
0: I'm just saying they got six points.
2: They did smash West Ham, so they did smash West Ham, but they barely beat Wolves.
0: So I think I think we'll have to revisit this is is United crap conversation uh, in a yes. couple weeks time to see where they are now. Shockingly enough, Lucendo Martinez just went down again with another injury. So who knows if he's going to play again this year? Uh, which would be a huge blow to them, uh, but we will see. Um, just a note: there are FA Cup replays happening. Uh, I think today, as you guys are getting this, maybe some yesterday as well. Um, today is Aston Villa Chelsea. Yeah, so you should watch that. Um, maybe should. Pochettino coaches his last game as a Chelsea manager if uh, if Aston Villa destroy them, or maybe maybe he saves himself and they win. Well, we will see. Um, Check back tomorrow. We will have, we are back to two episodes this week. We will have a preview of the Premier League coming up this weekend for you guys. Um down below, uh drop a comment. Let us know what you're thinking about uh about all those games that happened. Um Sean got a new microphone. Let him know how it sounds. Um, if you like it. Uh you see he's not holding it today. Well, you see if you're on YouTube, if you're on the, the audio site, um, you don't see that, but he, he got a new microphone, so let him know what he, what it sounds like. And uh, we, will, uh, we will check back with you guys tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. But until then, have a good one.